What up, y'all? This your boy Rodney Perry. <laughs> what up, y'all? This your boy Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. This is Monday, August 1st, 2011, and it is a glorious day today. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, today's guest on the show is me. You know, it's Rodney Perry Live. We're going completely live today, and uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about everything that's going on in the world, everything that's going on uh, in my life, and uh, and we're going to have a good time. So hopefully you're ready for a good time. Uh, I already got a caller in the, in, the, in the line. The chat room is starting to warm up. Caller, how are you? I'm good. How are you, baby? Sugar? Hey, Mama, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I got a big, fat jaw. You still dealing with that abscess, huh? Yeah, but it's not hurting anymore. I just look ugly. I'm all right. Oh, well, I don't this like it. We got we got to get that taken care of. This you is know, your path, baby. How you doing? I, I am I am real good, ma. You know, um, of, of course, you know the news hit uh, last week uh, about you know the Monique show, and uh, the, the official verbiage was that uh, we we're going on an, an indefinite hiatus. You know, and um, you know, I guess that's just uh, you know a, a very nice way of saying that the show may or may not be coming back. So I, I was I was going through, and I thought I was cool. I thought I was cool, you know. I was you know de- dealing with you know just life, and you know kind of preparing myself for the next chapter in my own life. But uh, I, I was forced, and I don't know if you ever had to deal with this. I was forced to kind of take my own advice. And, uh, you know, when I do my live show, you know, we talk about, I talk about different things, different themes. One of the things I talk about is dealing with haters. Uh, mm-hmm. Another another theme I talk about is is winning at all costs. And mm-hmm. another theme I talk about, I talk about, um, I talk about how, how uh, sometimes when one thing get, gets removed, there's just kind of God preparing you for the next thing. So... You know, all at once, I had to deal with all three of those themes inside of like three or four days. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, one, you know, when you're when you're on television, you know, people don't really tell you how they feel. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. they are, it's always a, a unique fear that you might be the next guy. So, uh, so uh, I, I uh, I've been been doing gigs, of course. You know, anyway, I was I was out in L.A. And it was so remarkable, like, when I got off the plane in L.A., it was like people knew I was there. Like, I just started getting calls from Los Angeles, like, the minute I got off the plane. So I got to L.A. I was in L.A. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Shouts out to Willie McGinnis and the Willie McGinnis Foundation. They put on an incredible show on Tuesday night. Uh, myself, uh, Scruncho, um, um, uh, uh, who else was on that show? Uh, just a great Coco Brown uh uh, just a, a a great group of comedians, all for charity. All the proceeds went straight back to community, and just to see what he did, giving giving back to that community was incredible. So thanks, number fifty five, Willie McGinnis. Uh, uh, you guys did a great job. So I get off the plane to go to that, you know, and and um, the before I even got on my feet on the ground, I get a call from a guy I've been knowing from for five or six years. We don't talk every day. He don't follow me on Facebook or none of that stuff. A uh, uh, guy by the name of Gregory Everett, you know, that we call mm-hmm. G-Bone. He used to work on Who's Got Jokes with me, right? Mm-hmm. So so I get, on the, I get on the plane. He's like, man, Rod, man, I'm directing this video, man. I sure wish you was in town. I would love for you to play this character. And I'm like, 
dude, I, I'm getting off an airplane in L.A. right now, you know. And that was like the third call I got for people, you know, <laughs> talking to me around that event. So, so that's Tuesday. I go do the show Tuesday night. Incredible show. The show is off the chain. And uh, uh, just a, a great night in comedy. Then after that, uh, two of my, my bestest buddies in the world, Harry Ratchford and Joey Wells, they came by my hotel. My baby. We That's my baby. Yeah, we, we they came by the hotel. We sat there and had drinks and, and reminisced and talked about all the silly times we'd have had. And uh, that, was, that was a blast. And then I, I went to sleep, you know, probably, you know, fairly late that night. And I got up to the uh, to the uh, the uh, media, the media takeout uh, press release that the Monique show had been canceled. So I start getting calls Wednesday morning at you know 8 a.m. on the West Coast, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. on the West Coast. So you know people start calling me, asking me questions about blah, blah. so. Uh, first person to call was my, my friend Natalie DeSell Reed. Rodney, say it ain't so. We need y'all. What, what are we going to do? What BET doing? <laughs> you know? And uh, uh-huh. I, was like, I was like, Nat, you know what? You know, more than anything, and, and I want to be clear with this, you know, today is that, you know, I'm super-duper thankful, you know, for the opportunity to have been on BET, to have uh, been able to touch my true audience. My audience is black folks age 20 to 50, you know, mm. and, and I, I was able to touch those folks every night, you know, on this great show called The Monique Show. And, and beyond that, we, Monique and I, and, and all of the people, all the producers, all of the people, the integral people that make that show happen, we did some really great work, you know. Okay, wait a minute, wait a yeah. minute, wait a minute. You know me. Mm-hmm. You know that I tell you stuff and you don't believe it to 20 years later, right? Yes, ma'am. You know what I tell you come come to pass, don't you? Yes, ma'am. That show is not canceled. It will okay. not be canceled. And and I'm telling you, and when y'all get back on the air, both of y'all give me some money. <laughs> well, that, well, show, well. that show is more than a show, much more than a show. And this show, according to what I read, I don't know what you read, but I haven't heard BET say that that show is canceled, ever. Right. They said they enjoyed the a relationship. And I'm, i i got to go on record, Rodney. I'm not an entertainer. But I'm telling you, that show provided something for the community at large, yes, black people, but even more so across the board, for us to sit and listen in on her interviews with uh, icons that we would have not had a chance to know they were still living. Right. It's something to be said. Every night, this girl came out there, this Monique, that's one of my daughters. I love her. I'm not going to stop loving her. Y'all brought something to that television that a lot of people enjoyed. I read all the bad press, all the haters, and in a way, all the stuff that has happened in your life since you hit that screen. You know, you could kind of say, well, maybe the boy don't need to be. Y'all supposed to be on that screen, and that show is not canceled. In Jesus' name, that's all I got to say about it. <laughs> right, well, I, I hear you, I hear you, Mama, and 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 you know what? There, there is um, th- there's definitely uh, room for just that, and um, and and don't get me wrong. This this is a this is a uh, I, I don't know if 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 it'll be the same 
incarnation. You know, I used to watch this show on PBS called Doctor Who, and Doctor <laughs> Who was a lot of different guys. He would come back in different as different. People, he would come back at different reincarnations of his own self. So uh, maybe you know the the this incarnation is is just uh, the current one. So and we'll see another version of what we became uh, accustomed to and we, what what some people loved and what some people didn't love. So so you know at the end of the day, I think I think the uh, uh, as I was saying, I think the show is very important though. Uh, I do one, too. I do too. One, uh, there hasn't been an outlet for black actors and actresses and 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 playwrights and and athletes to go on and show their faces to the world and say, "This is what I Absolutely. do. This is my charitable foundation. This is what I've been doing for the last few years." So, so it's uh, I think because of that in itself, uh, we were necessary. And 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 two, to show a man and a woman on the screen that got along together that that um you know i, I had a, a gentleman you know uh when i was shooting that video i was telling you about and uh a shout out to tay f third who it was his video uh mailman mailman that'll be coming out but while i was shooting this video we shot in the heart of los angeles and it was the hood you know huh. i mean huh. we was in the depths of crypt com and 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 you know what these these young men and women that I got a chance to meet out there you know although they 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 lived in the hood they they were they weren't of the hood you know what i mean and yep. and, and what i mean when i say that man i met i met a guy he told me he say Rodney Perry he said i've been a fan of yours for 15 years he said i've been watching everything you did he said you don't understand dude he said man i i'm a killer he said but when I get those thoughts in my head, I put one of your DVDs in, and it make me feel better. You know what I'm saying? And it, that was just so amazing to me, and I was floored by that comment because as an artist, sometimes you feel like you just you just going through, and you don't feel like people are really paying attention. And uh, he just validated to me, you know, I, I've been getting that type of vibe or that type of energy all week. You know, it's like but you it's give like, what you get, Rodney. That's a that's a life principle. If you put out the work, the effort, the love, uh, that hard work ethic that you've had forever, that that big heart that you've had forever, it has to return to you uh, in a positive way. And uh, I'm saying this uh, stuff hold as on, a mother. Hold on, Mom. True Radio. Is there an issue? You guys can't hear us too good. Is that it? They couldn't hear me. I, my volume wasn't on. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. I'm you, old, you, okay. Well, yeah, but you had you can't have no long spill and your volume be down, Mama. Come on now. Well, I'm just repeating <laughs> quick, and I'm getting off the line because I know this is your show. I just got through with my show. Uh, and, but I'm and, saying, and I apologize, I missed your show too. No, that's all right. You can get it on the archive with your baby brother talking about being a college uh, smart kid. But anyway, okay. the thing I want to say because I want to go on record as saying this because it's from my heart. Uh-huh. Monique is a beautiful spirit. She's a beautiful spirit. She did a great job with that show to bring forth those entertainers and those people we otherwise wouldn't have seen. Uh, I remember some of my daddy LaBelle was on there, and that was the most beautiful show I'd ever seen. I was crying. And I need that at the end of the day. I love seeing my my oldest son on TV, and they deserve to be there, and I'm not giving it up. The show ain't canceled. Well, 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 whether it is or not, 
we gonna do something next. That's the that's the thing. Thank you, Mama. That's that's my mama, y'all. You can pick her. You can check her show out. Mama Venice, uh, let the healing begin with us every Monday at uh, one uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a really good show, and uh, it's a half hour, and it's it's fun and it's energized. And uh, that's my mama, y'all. Uh, any 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 parting words other than that, Mama? Keep the faith, baby. Keep the faith. Done deal. Thank you, Mama. All right. Yeah. So, so that that's that's my mama. She you know she likes to get her calling. Y'all ain't Canada. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> Dre Parker just gave a round of applause. Shouts out to the chat room. Dre Parker is in the chat room. I got a bunch of guests. You know what I want to speak to right now? I want to speak to uh, the bloggers. Uh, I talked to last week. I talked to uh, AJC uh, reporter Rodney Ho. I talked to Rodney maybe about five minutes. Um, I didn't say anything that wasn't true, and that uh, that wasn't true up to my knowledge. I mean, he asked me some things that was outside of my knowledge, and I was like, I can't answer that. And uh, but what I noticed, and this is really my first foray into public life this way. I mean, I've been on television a number of years, but when you get when you get press and people starting to call you or people you know, I had people that I know you know, that had, you know, radio shows and this and that that were kind of blowing me up. And I was like, and people was just trying to, to to substantiate this rumor, right? The reality is we've been on a hiatus since May. Uh, and, and people call me, Rodney, you all right? Man, you going to be okay? Uh, uh, people, other other people in L.A., you moving back to L.A.? When you coming back? We looking forward to you coming back. P- uh, people uh, uh, in Atlanta, uh, I had Wanda Smith, uh, from um, uh, the Frank and Mark Wanda show here in Atlanta, she just went in on me at the sh- at, a, at a show live in real life <laughs> Saturday night at the Uptown Comedy Club. Friday night, I'm sorry, at the Uptown Comedy Club. And I was just, and she was basically, you know, saying she was happy that the show was gone, and 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 without Monique, I was gonna be nothing. And and then I saw another blogger say, well. Former sidekick Rodney Perry. I'm like, you know what? As long as that lady got breath in her bones and I got breath in mine, that we gon' that's my homie, that's my girl, you know. So uh, and, and it's just like uh, uh, Dre just said in the chat room. You know, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. So you know, the long and the short of it is, this was a great lesson for me. You know, in terms of speaking to the press, in terms of. Um, uh, uh, not manipulating them, but not letting them manipulate you. Because what happens is people kind of can manipulate your words. They can say you said this, and and as I read the uh, the Google hits on my name, it it got crazy because people were quoting me that I hadn't spoke with, you know, and they quote they got quotation marks and everything, and I'm like I ain't, I only talked to one person, and they would cite that interview, and then they would cite things that I said. You know, and I and I realize certain bloggers don't have a they don't have to have a responsibility. You know, they don't have to fact check, they don't have to do anything. So with that, it, it was just kind of kind of scary on some level, but on the other level, that's the nature of the that's the nature of the beast. You don't you don't do that without knowing. You don't get into this business without at least at the very least understanding that there are other uh, uh, things that could possibly hit. You know, so uh, with that, it, it, it's been a. It, this is this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry live. Uh, the show is um, 
on right now. If you have any questions for me, uh, if I can't answer it, I will. Uh, the lines are starting to light up. Uh, who is this? Three four seven. You on? It's Rodney Perry. Rodney Perry live. What's up? Yo, what up, RP? What's up, baby boy? Who this? This Dre Parker. Dre Parker from the Dre Parker Show. If you ever get a chance to check out this brother's show, man, it's so uh, awesome. It's so off the chain always. And Dre is a talented comedian and impressionist. What's up, Dre? It's about you, man. I know you know what's going on. I'm, I'm going to kick it to your, to your people real so they can hear it right now. Okay. Ronnie Perry just got started. Where y'all on your talk show at? Y'all, y'all been on the talk show before? If you ain't been on the talk show before, if you ain't been successful, don't say this man is over. This man just getting started, man. Please, man. This is the stepping stone. If my if my step first my stepping stone was the talk show, I ain't care. I wouldn't care what nobody gonna say. And I know that ain't that shit ain't getting through you, Rodney, because you thick. You know what I'm saying? You know what's going on, or you wouldn't be on live on the air talking about it. You'd be scared somewhere, worrying about what people saying. <laughs> See, right. you, you like me, you like me, you challenge, you gonna go you gonna go head to head with the skepticism. You gonna go until it gets real stupid and you like me, get that get that out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff you just don't answer. You know, like you know you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. Exactly, exactly, Dre. You saying this, RP, that's why I catch is tripping. I I always tell you this when we talk. I told you you was gonna be famous and yeah. this is why I catch is tripping. And you want you 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 ready? You're ready. You know if the, you didn't get ready, you didn't get famous in five minutes. So therefore, you ready? You know what I'm saying it's going it's going to go the right way, dude. I, I didn't even know this was happening. I, I thought I seen that you was going to be doing your show, and I was trying to log in. I'm like, what? what? Since I didn't even know the show was on hiatus. And like your mom said, I looked it up. It says on hiatus. Whether it's canceled or not, son, you yeah. still on your way. Word word. Hey, Amen. Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Dre Parker. You know you're one of my guys, man, and, and I appreciate you taking the time out. Y'all check out the Dre Parker Show. Tell tell my people where the show is at, Dre. All right. I didn't want to do this. It's about you, son. Come on, Dre. You know how we do it. We we cross the road, right, baby. All right, all right. The Dre Parker Show is Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. That's tonight also. Go to DreParker.com, D-R-E-T-A-R-K-E-R.com. Hey, 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 Dre. Dre, you know, you know what, what I think is remarkable, too, because I know the commitment it is to be on one day a week. And for you two, have been doing three days a week for how many years? Since 2005. Since 2005. That's awesome. Anybody out there saying to yourself, I want to be on radio, or I want to do this, if you are not doing it, you ain't never going to do it because you ain't, you, ain't, you ain't got the wherewithal. This is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. And we talking today, y'all. Y'all stay with me. It's going to be so off the chain. Hopefully y'all ready for this. Man, hey, hey, Dre, thank you again, man, for calling in. That's Dre Parker, the Dre Parker Show. And uh, uh, this, is, this is me, man. This is Rodney Perry. I'm live, uncensored, uncut. You can call in. Uh, you can uh, hit the chat room. I'm, I'm watching the chat room. Uh, Tara Love Diva. What's going on? It's crazy. This week has been so full for me. Let me get y'all my calendar before I move on. I got I got some dates coming up. Nashville. I met some young ladies from Nashville this week. Nashville, I'm coming. Uh, August 26th, August 27th, four big shows at uh, Jokes and Jazz and Jokes in Nashville. I'm coming to Jazzville September 16th through the 18th. That's my birthday weekend in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Laugh House going to be so off the chain. I'm inviting all the Virgos out. Virgos, y'all come and kick it with Roddy Perry. Let's have a Virgo bash. Let's turn the Philly Laugh House into the Philly Virgo bash, you know. And then I head to uh, 
Uh, that's the Cincinnati Funny Bone, which is located in uh, Newport, Kentucky. The Levy Funny Bone, uh, that's October 7th through the 9th. And then Arlington, Texas, I'm coming to you, October 14th through the 16th. Arlington Improv is going to be so crazy. And then November 4th through the 6th, Houston, I'm coming back. I'm coming to you, Houston, and I can't wait to Houston. I, I got a chance to go to a, a, a church this weekend. I did a great event at the Lighthouse, and uh, uh, Pastor uh, Keon had brought myself and Jonathan Slocum in, and what he did is he had us, he had us sit on a panel like a talk show, and that was his sermon that Sunday. So we sat on the panel. He interviewed us. We talked about family. We talked about relationship, you know, things that was kind of in our lane as comedians and as men. And it was really it was really inspiring, man. And I sat in that devotion that day, and I didn't realize that this thing that I was going through with the show was kind of still on me. You know, you kind of you kind of mask different things, you know, in your life. You're like, man, I'm okay. I'll be cool. You know, I've been walking. People call me. You all right? I'm, like, I'm cool. I'm good. It's Roddy Perry, man. We're resilient. You know, we, 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 we've had worse things happen, you know. And and so I still got my health. I still got my family. I still got my home. I still got my cars. You know, we ain't, we ain't hurting. But but there was a sense of loss that I wasn't acknowledging. So what I did, I walked into this devotion, and God, being a brilliant, perfectly playing God that he is, I walked in there, and the song they were singing, they had it on a big jumbo screen. And as I read the words of the song, it, I felt it was like God telling me, dude, I got you. You know, let me tell you something, Rodney Perry. I have never, I never have not had you. So this is what I've been asking you. This is what God told me. He said, this is what I've been asking you to do. All I've asked you to do is put your faith in me and do what I tell you to do. That's just like a real parent. You know, what do you ask your kids? Do what I say, do what I say, and listen to what I tell you to do. That's what I, that's what I got from God today. And I've been dealing with it. I've been dealing with it, but I didn't know I was dealing with it. And for me, Yesterday morning, standing in that church, it was like taking a shower. And I walked out of there clean. I walked out of there refreshed. And and just like Dre said, a lot of people wouldn't be doing this show live right now because they'll say, well, you know, Rod, man, uh, I can't, you know, it, it would have been a situation, like you said, you'd be scared. You don't want to say the wrong thing again or this or that. But there is no other way to, to for y'all to hear my voice and to know the context of what what I'm really saying. And so I'm giving y'all that context today. This is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. And we are totally unplugged, uncut today. It's crazy. And this is just the beginning, man. You know what I did? I got off the plane. I was in L.A. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I got off the plane uh, Friday afternoon, and myself, and and and, and I, I I hesitate to bring this up because I know my friend don't really tell people everything she does in the community. But my friend, I met my friend over at an old folks' home, and we sat there and played bingo and ate barbecue with the old people at that particular old folks' home. That's the type of human being that's my friend that I get to hang out with, you know. So so it it, it was it was a beautiful thing. And 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 uh, like like so many people are saying, the uh, the uh, 
the the more bigger and better blessings are coming. God's already revealed that to me before this happened. He said, "Dude, this is this is not it. This is just this is it. This is this is just part of it. So stay with me on this." So He already revealed that to me. So with that, we're gonna talk about haters. Now, I do I do believe that hate is an overused word. I don't really like the connotations of the word. I don't like the way it feels when I say it. But when you think about uh, haters, you have to you have to you have to Go ahead and put your mind in a in a different state, because people that hate only power a hater has is the fact that you aren't cool with whatever they hating on you about. Like somebody can't hate on you on that shirt if you think that shirt is fly. Somebody can't hate on you on your situation if you think your situation is fly. So uh, when I when I I walked into the uptown that night. My solace has always been the comedy stage. For everything, anything I've ever been going through, if me and my wife are having an argument, I go to the stage. If if I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z in my life, I go to the stage. So that night, I was attempting to go toward my solace when I think God want me to go, hey, nigga, let me be your solace. <laughs> right? So, so, So comedy has always been my solace. So I walked in the club, talked to the comics for a little while. Uh, the headline was about to go out. And I, I positioned myself in a position, I was very deliberate with this, in a position where the host would see me. And so I went on, I went on stage, she called me out, yo, this is Rodney Perry, the Monique show, blah, blah. You know, we, we cracked jokes back and forth. Then she kind of started to go in. She said, well, you know, uh, well, what happened with the show? Just tell us what happened. I was like, you know what, you know, Wanda, to be honest, um, you know, I, can't, I don't really know what happened, to be honest, but, you know, I said to the audience, I said, if y'all want to see the show back, y'all write letters. You know, and if you don't, that's fine. You don't have to write no letters. You know, I was very politically correct. She she went in. Yada, yada. You know, you if it wasn't for Monique, you know, you probably wouldn't have been that. And I was like, I was just, I was kind of caught like a deer in the headlights because I couldn't believe that somebody would publicly take that position. And so I was like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, if you attack her, that's what's going to end up on YouTube. If you attack her, it's Rodney Perry distraught <laughs> after after the Monique show loses it, you know. And so I, I didn't want that to be. And one, beyond that, it was, I'm a man and she's a woman. Anything that I were to say, it wasn't comic to comic at that point. It was man versus woman, and I'm bigger than her. Um, you know, it was. I would have been a bully, and so I chose not to be that bully. And um, and you know, my my, my uh, comedy uh, cohorts and you know people in this area, they they, they called me up like, man, I was kind of whack what she did, Rod. You know, keep your head. And I was like, dude, you know, you know what? I'm okay. You know, and but. But that was like one of those situations where you kind of you gotta have to be cool with the situation to even deal with that particular hater. And um, and nothing against her. Before I walked out of there that night, I touched her on the shoulder. I said, "Beautiful." I said, "Sweetheart, you have we have a blessed night. I gotta get out of here." And she, you know, I, I don't even know what she said after that because I just I just bounced out, you know. But it's either here nor there. Um, that's how I dealt with that particular hater. You know, I don't know if you guys are gonna have to deal with anybody at any any time at any any juncture in your life, but more than anything, that was a a small price to pay to know what a person really thought. You know what I mean? Like 
you go through different uh, avenues in your life. I had a comedian one time. I was doing a little show over at a comedy club. It wasn't even a club. It was a nightclub that wanted to do comedy, and I was running that night. It really wasn't no money, and and if you know anything about L.A., you really don't make money in L.A., so I called up this comic. I was like, yo, dog, I want you to come down, hit the room. He's like, well, how much you got? And I was like, you know, I, man, I, I can shoot you like 25 bucks. And in, in actuality, I felt like I could do like 40 or 50, but I didn't want to overextend myself if the night was whack. So I said, I told him 25. He hung up with me, called a promoter, because he knew he had a relationship with the point card. Money. Yo, Ryan want me to come down, but, you know, it ain't no money. You know, and the promoter's like, dude, just come. We're we going to take care of you. Long story short, we do the show. He did a phenomenal job, excellent performance. At the end of the show, I pull him to the side. I drop 40 on him, right? Boom. He take that 40. And then seconds later, the promoter hit him with 40. Now, I go to the promoter. I'm like, yo, I just paid my man. Uh, you, you know, hit me back with that because that's the way we did business. He he said, man, I just paid him. And I was like, wow, you paid him? I said, how much you paid him? He said, I paid him 40. I said, I paid him 40. At that moment, I looked at him. I was like, dude, if this guy don't call one of us and say, you know what, y'all overpaid me, or and the, this is the reality. If he'd have called me, I'd have been like, yo, dog, man, you know you worth way more than that. Keep that $40. Keep that $80. That's what I would have said. But he never called me. So because of that, I got to learn the lesson from him that he lacked integrity, right? And so because of his lack of integrity, I don't really deal with that dude to this day. Now, that that in my mind is petty because, you know, I'm just not that dude. I'm not that petty guy. That, it's really a petty move for me, and but it's integrity is so important to me that – if if he don't never walk up and say, you know, Rod, it was a moment when you were paid. He to me that that door is still open, and he knows just like I know. So uh, I say all that to say that some lessons you get, and those lessons are expensive. And then some lessons you get, and those lessons are very cheap. Forty dollars is a very inexpensive way to find out you're dealing with a person with low integrity. So uh, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry live. We covering a lot of stuff today. And uh I got I, I I got some um I got some great people in the chat room. Uh Tara Love Diva. I got a chance to see her this weekend. She was off the chain. <laughs> she was off the chain. She is fly as usual. This is the only woman I know that put herself in a photo shoot every week. Uh <laughs> she was always off the chain. True Brew Radio True Radio, man, I, I'm such a fan of, of the, that show. And, you know, you know, we've been friends of, of the True Radio since I came on the Blog Talk. So it's great to be back here on Blog Talk Radio and uh, and, and doing doing uh, some really good shows, man. I, I'm kind of proud of the direction that the show is in, going in. And uh, and uh, more than anything, uh, we're going to keep keep grinding. So y'all stay with me. This is Rodney Perry. It's Rodney Perry Live. It's Jay-Z. Pray. Sorry, my 
4984-4920-4954-4995. Thank y'all uh, for, for popping in to Rodney Perry Live to see what's really going on. This is your boy Rodney Perry. Um, uh, and uh, right now, man, uh, I, I just want to cover, you know, uh, my journey up to this point. You know, I, I do interviews all the time with uh, different entities, you know, different uh, magazines and, and stuff like that. And um, so, so... Right now, what I do, what I want to do is, I want to uh, tell y'all what's coming up. Coming up next, people are like, what's next for you? I, I had just a random dude come back to me. What's next for you? What's next is definitely uh, my comedy special, Rodney Perry All the Way Live. It is my comedy special. That's my next uh, field of focus, and um, uh, it's going to be crazy, man. My stand-up right now is is really really not to be messed with. And uh, one thing uh, the Monique show gave me, it gave me a new audience, but that new audience is really not familiar with my stand-up. When people come out to my comedy shows and see me live, they're like, dude, we didn't know. And I'm like, how do you not know? You know, I've been doing stand-up for 20 years. So it's amazing to me that people don't know. I can only imagine what it's like for a comic that wasn't on TV for the last eight years. You know, because before Monique, I was on Who's Got Jokes for four years consecutively. I left Who's Got Jokes and went straight into Monique. And so I, I can't imagine what's it, what it's like for a comedian that, that, that hasn't had that exposure, you know, and how hard it is to kind of build a brand. What I like to put out to all of my people that are of color, Latin, black, go to a comedy club. Go spend some time. See, we, see black folk, we so funny. We need to we need to know who we're going to see. Uh, our, our friends, our lighter friends, they just go to laugh. And so y'all got to make it y'all business. Just go laugh, man. Go go out, spend a couple of dollars, go to a comedy club, man. Go check it out. The lines are on. I got people on my line. I don't know if they want to talk or not. Four four six two six. You got anything for Rodney Perry? You're on the line. Four four six two six. Okay, they don't want to talk. They didn't push the button, though. I don't know why I checked them out. I don't know who this is. Hey, this is Roddy Perry. You on the line? What's going on, good family? How you doing? Hey, this is True View Radio. Man, look at you. You got it right there. That's me. What's going on with you? How you doing, sir, man? Thanks for calling in. It's all love. Hey, I want to congratulate you on the anniversary, too, man. That's that's real big. Oh, yeah. we just Me and my wife just celebrated our 15-year anniversary uh, this past uh this past uh, the 15th of July, and uh, it was really kind of surreal, Roland, man, because, um, you know, it, it was similar to when I turned 40. Like, uh, I uh, I saw myself at 25. I saw myself at, at 30. I saw myself at 35, but I never saw myself as a 40-year-old man. And, and it was similar feeling, you know, with, with this 15-year anniversary because my wife and I, I remember it seeming so far away at 10, like, you know, when we get to 15, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and hopefully, you know, we will have accomplished some of our goals. And lo and behold, you know, only five years later, we we now, you know, have one of our goals, which is a home, uh, and and uh, we still, we're still together. We probably love each other more than we ever have. And uh, so it, it's definitely a, a crazy, crazy blessing, man, to, to be able to share this ride with, with, the, uh, with the wife, man. Well, you know what? You're you twice over the itch because most people don't make it past seven. You, you, you got 15 in there. Yeah, I got the double itch. 
<laughs> That's what I'm talking about, yeah. you know. So, so now you're on the way to 21, and it's still fresh. And 40, please, 40 is young. That's that's baby steps right there. So, you know, congratulations, and I'm looking forward, you know, to seeing you on HBO Do Your Thing because I've been following you. Uh, I would like you to go ahead and set up a fan page on Facebook so that way we can hook up because, you know, a brother's so busy now, you know, he, his 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 status is, is, is uh, exceeded. I do I do have a fan page. My fan page is um Facebook dot com forward slash Rodney B. Perry. That's my fan page. Oh okay. Rodney Rodney B. Perry. If you just put me in your search, it's it's like three Rodney Perry's. One of those is a fan page. And and the one the one is called Rodney B. Perry. That's that's my fan page. And but but this is what I find, Roland, you tell me if you agree. People don't like to be on the fan page. They feel like they they don't have as much connectivity as they have on the regular page. So I also have another page that I open up called It's Rodney Perry, which is a fairly new page, and it's room. And, uh, you know, I'm very active, you know, on this social networking in terms of, you know, touching people. And uh, and the B stands for Benjamin. The B stands for Benjamin. Dre Park said, what the B stand for? The B stands. I have three first names, Rodney Benjamin Perry. You know, I always thank my mom for that name. Because, you know, as I asked her, you know, about my name, like where my name come from, well, Rodney was a guy in our in the neighborhood my mom was growing up that she just thought was a nice guy. You know, he, they, they were, she, Rodney, I never dated him. He was always a cool guy, though. He seemed nice to me. And, and of course, Benjamin Perry comes from uh, my, my father, who when he, when he saw my mom, you know, had become pregnant with me, he wanted to give me his name. And I always commend him for that because people don't do that. In an age where people say, I'm not that baby's daddy, this man stepped up and said, not only do I want to be this baby's daddy, but he's been a part of my life since since as long as I can remember. So shouts out to uh, Benjamin Perry and shouts out to Mama Venice uh, for having the wherewithal to give Rodney such a wonderful name. <laughs> Now, see, you could have just went a whole different way with that. You could have said, you know, the B stand for Benjamins, and that's what you're making, you know. So you just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could have said that, but that would have been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but big up to Dad for giving you the name. You know, that's all love. You know, it's good, always good when real men step up to the plate, and especially when they give you their name. That's something that is really important, you know, especially when you get older the importance of a name, so big ups to him for that. Yes, yes. So, so Roland, what's going on, man? How's True View Radio? Tell, tell my people about that, man. Well, True View Radio's going real well. Um, I have went ahead, and this is like my three, three, three and a half year mark right now. Wow. You know, talking about relationships, I'm very privileged to do that, you know, talking about dysfunctions and relationships, but giving positive feedback, you know, to the community on what they can do to enhance their relationship. By the way, this month, today, starts Romance Awareness Month, okay? okay. 31 days in August. Make it happen, people. Love someone. You know, get that romance off and cracking. And then um, I went ahead and released my book, Are You the Right One for Me? Whose Choice Is It Anyway? And now I'm going to the other side with Christians with my new book, Living in the World, Dating Christians. So I'm, I'm wow. very excited. And i got a lot of other projects in the work that's going on. But it's all relationship-based because, you know, that's one of the things, especially with the economy the way that it is right now, it's very important 
to be able to help people, you know, get through some of these burdens and, you know, like you said, make them laugh, teach them how to love because, you know, you start thinking about finances and all this other stuff and what happened, you know, you ready to throw in the towel. Yes. Yeah, you, you know what? It's so awesome that you would bring that up, man. First of all, I think relationship is so important, and, you know, especially for those of us people of color, I think our relationships are paramount, one, because it's been the systematic demise of our community. You got to mm-hmm. think when you take you take the males out of the out of the out of the family equation, then you create a, a, a generation of people that don't know that are off balance. You got young men that are off balance. You got young women that are off balance because they've only had one perspective. Like my wife and I, we aren't the best parents, but our children get dual perspective. They get dad's perspective and they get mom's perspective. And not to say that either one of those perspectives are right or wrong, but it's just a different look and it provides balance. It gives a a, a little girl to know that, you know, my dad liked things a certain way. Even if my mom, you know, don't feel like doing it that day, I know my dad. Or I know, oh, I pay attention. My dad, sometimes he opened my mom's door. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So now I know what to expect. But when you don't have that reference point, you know, uh, you, you, you tend not to know what to expect. Not to say that we can't flourish anyway because we are a people that adapts. So uh, a single parent works. You know, my mom worked. She did her job. But I think at, in certain junctures in my life I've been off balance because I didn't have a great, clear image of what that guy was to do. You know, you know, and that's most of us actually, because, mm-hmm. like you said, most of us grow up in single parent home and not understanding what the real role of a man is, or not being able to have that person be able to motivate us and cultivate us. That's the hard part. And then, as we as we have daughters, you know, like you said, opening up a car door, something as minuscule as that is very important because if you have that dialogue with your daughter, when somebody just come and tell you, yo, get in the car, she's going to be like, yo, hold up, hold up. My daddy don't even treat me like this, you know. So it gives a little bit more perspective to have that dialogue. So I agree with you 100%. Very important. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I, I want to shout out Shy to Cali Girl to just checked into the chat room. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for listening. Anybody that's listening as a guest or if you called in a number and you're just sitting there listening, thank you for listening to the show. This is Rodney Perry Live, and I'm on the phone with Roland from True View Radio. Roland, oh, uh, tell me, when is the show coming on? When is the next show? The show airs on Thursdays, and it comes on 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Uh, where I have, like, a whole bunch of different guests, like, you know, different physicians and different therapists, or sometimes there's people who go through things. There's nothing off topic on the show. I mean, we talk about anything from AIDS through incest, uh, you know, pregnancy, young adult pregnancy, even old adult pregnancy. Literally, we talk about everything. Old adult pregnancy? What that mean? Well, old adult pregnancy means that people who maybe have had children in the past and now they've gone back, which is called VBAC, and they want to have additional pregnancies and they want to go ahead and recut them open. But, you know, you might want to do something like have a natural childbirth. But a lot of times now with the the law, the doctors don't want to go ahead and do natural childbirth. So what they do is they prefer to cut you open again. So, I mean, controversial topics is basically what I'm trying to wow, say. Wow, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were talking about 90-year-old women that want to go back <laughs> and have a baby on the next True View Radio. <laughs> <laughs>
That's that's very feasible too, because you know, Nay, now you you know with with the Octomom and everything like that. Next thing you know, ninety year old woman have fourteen kids. Ain't that crazy? I don't know how that woman does it. Let me tell you something. Um, you know, big ups to her because let me tell you, fourteen kids. I'm throwing somebody somewhere, or or basically <laughs> trying to go find a corner. You know, well, everybody well, got to have a corner. Well, you know, we, we have six. My wife and I have six. Uh, my uh, my oldest daughter is twenty two. My son is eighteen. I got a brand new sixteen year old. Just turned sixteen on Friday. Uh, and then I got 10, 8, and 1. And, you know, we have our hands full. But one thing my mom told me years ago, and my mom is still listening, and I don't even know if she remembers this, but um, I was stressing, and my daughter Rochelle was, a, was was already here, and we were about to have my daughter Raina. And I was stressing because financially we had just got on our on our feet, or I thought we were on our feet at that point. And uh, I, I, I talked to my mom. I was like, Mom, what am I going to do? I'm kind of stressed. And she was like, you know what? Babies come with their own set of blessings. It's like mm-hmm. when a baby comes, that baby comes. Like like I've been listening to uh, a Susie Orman, and mm-hmm. she, she, she goes through this whole thing about your finances and, and she, how irresponsible it is for you to have a child. But what happens is she doesn't give way for the blessings that child brings. Like every one of my children, you know, and, and I didn't have children to get the blessings, but every one of my children have come with their own set of blessings. You know, with uh, with, uh, with with Rochelle, I was able to buy my first car. With with Raina, I was able to, to move into my first nice apartment. With Rihanna, I was able to move from what was my one-bedroom apartment to my three-bedroom apartment. And with Roxy, I just bought my first house. So, so how blessed and how lucky... Am I to have been, you know, this is what I told God this time when, when we found out we were going to have this this this, life, this child, Roxy. I said, God, you give me a, you you put another child under me. How how lucky am I? How lucky am I? So um, so maybe Octo Mom is is better than we think. I say all that to say this. <laughs> oh you no, know. but I agree. I agree with you. You're right because you know people think that. Well, first of all. Like you said, it's you and your wife, and that's a blessing right there. It's really hard on just one person. But, you know, for somebody doing it all by herself, you know, big ups to, to Octomom, you know. And, by the way, she's still looking kind of hot, too, after 14 kids. She did She did look kind of hot. But yeah, and, you know, that she, she, she went through that in vitro and, and all of that, man. Uh, you know, that that's I, this is the thing. With, with that stuff and, and with uh, – I, I feel like all that stuff is like experimentation for cloning on some level. You That's know what I'm true. saying? I think that stuff is, and you know, we the repackage cloning into uh, stem cell research, which, which you know, I understand uh, trying to find cures for big, big diseases like cancer and lupus and things like that. But you know, I'm, I'm always like, I'm always wary of, of, of us becoming God. You know, uh, I want to shout out Tara Love Diva, who also has six kids: 23, 22, 21, 19, 18, 17. Girl, you kept that thing open for about uh, seven. <laughs> Good God! Nine, 17, 18, 19. Took a year off. 21, 22, 23. Four boys and two girls. Oh my God! And, and when, if you ever get a chance, if you're on Facebook and you're a friend of Tara. T A R A L U V D I V A. This lady is knocked down. She's gorgeous. 
and and she's got six kids, four girls, four boys, and two girls. Amazing girl, you are inspiration. Shouts out to Shy the Cali girl. She says she only got one, a fifteen year old. We we just start talking about babies. Well, we get to the end of the Roddy Perry show today. <laughs> you know, by the way. I just uh, posted an article on my Facebook page, too, Roland Hines, about three ways to avoid being a booty call. Um, you know, well, well, that's well, nice. Roland, do you really want to avoid that all the time? Well, no, but, you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, sometimes it has its perks, but as long as yeah. you're on the same page, you know, you got to be on the one accord. But, but yeah. you know, if if you are booty call and you don't know you are booty call, then that could be a whole nother a heap of problems right there. Was there a whole heap of trouble? <laughs> yeah, just a heap of trouble, you know. So, yeah, I, so. I I completely agree. So the, the the real the real title is know when you are booty call. Right, basically. <laughs> <laughs> if here, here you go, if you know that you get in that car at twelve o one a.m. in the morning. And uh, everything is closed, and he wants to come over. Uh, you can assume the rest. Yeah, yeah, you're a booty call. You, you're a booty call. Yeah, you're a booty call. <laughs> if, if you if you only if you get all your your holiday gifts the day after, you might be a booty call. If you get your Valentine's Day on the fifteenth, you might be a booty call. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's if you get your Christmas gift. gift after all the sales go on. You might be a booty call. You get, if you get your Christmas gift for New Year's, <laughs> you know, you exactly. That's that because that's when everything go half price. You know, hey, I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna hook you up. Hang in there. You know. Next thing you know, you got New Year's roll around. You getting the New Year's sale with with the red sticker on it. <laughs> and, then, and then you get you don't get a real gift. You get like white. You know. You do. Know, they always have a white sale, so you get like uh, <laughs> you get like sheets. You know, that's because you got the two for one. You know, you're getting a two for one up in there. You know, you and somebody else. Now, 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 Roland, are, are there any guys that are booty calls that don't know about it? Yes. Hey, that's the new thing right now. Trust me, females are out there doing their thing too. But the only difference between females and men, you know, we 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 lack off a little bit. But females, man, they would have like fifty dudes in like the same state, and nobody even know. Really. You know, we, well, you know, because our egos get in the way as men. You know, we think we're the only one, and we also think that we're the only one that's killing it. You know, but along that line, <laughs> we ain't that, we ain't the only one. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this here? Wow, that's crazy. And, and then you know, another thing, another phenomenon, I believe, is that women tend to communicate more. Like a woman will befriend a stranger and get to talking and find out they're dating the same guy. But men generally don't communicate. We don't really talk to each other. Even, like, I got my boys, my wife asked me last night, like, when you when you, your boys talk, like, because we were talking about divorce, you know, just having a, a random conversation about divorce. It's like, like, and we got a couple of our friends that have become divorced over the last, like, five years. And so the conversation is like, did he talk to you about it, like, heading up to it? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at all. He did. It wasn't one conversation that we had. He was like, man, you know what I'm thinking about. You know what he asked me. You know what I thought. Not one conversation. So I'm like, guys, really don't. We we live on an island when it comes to emotional stuff like that. We sure do, and, and and that's very true that we do live on an island, and that's where the big difference comes. I was watching a show last week on the O Network, and this woman 
was cheating with on her husband. And here's the funny thing about that is the other dude was really, you know, killing it for her, she said. But she was giving her husband more so that way he wouldn't uh, get the uh, know that she was out there killing it. Right. So when, when he found out, he was wondering, thinking that he was killing it, but right. he wasn't the one. So, see, that's right there what I'm saying. That went on for two years. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, two years. So that's the key point because she told nobody. Now, with us now, you know, we go to the barbershop and everybody know what's going on. Right. You know, I think now, I think men are more likely, I think women are more likely to stay when they find out about infidelity and, and men are more likely to bounce when they find out about infidelity. Your thoughts? That's true. That is so true because, it, well, again, it goes back to the ego. You know, um, especially if you believe that you're doing everything that's right and she is, uh, n- you know, what what you're doing is not good enough for her. You know, uh, men's emotion, and thank God that we are not necessarily emotions because when a man becomes emotional, those are the ones that's out there shooting and killing everybody in the family. So that's why, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why it's not really good to have too much of an emotional man that way. Exactly. Exactly, I agree. Hey, hey, Roland, man, thank you for calling in, man. You dropped some knowledge on us. Y'all check out the show. That's uh, True View Radio Thursdays at uh, 6 p.m. Central, I mean, uh, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is 3 o'clock here on, which is 9 o'clock here on the East Coast. That's right. All 9 right, o'clock family. here on the East Coast, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, thank you for calling in, and uh, it, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm going to get ready to sign off. Uh, again, thank you, Roland. Thank you, Dre Parker. Um, thank you, uh, Shy the Cali girl, for uh, also uh, calling in today. Uh, who else? Um, uh, thank you, uh, Tara Love Diva, for calling in. All the guests that checked into the chat room, all of the people that called in. This is Rodney Perry Live, and this is just the beginning. When you get served up a plate that people think is distasteful, know that it's still for your nourishment. Get ready. Get ready, get ready. If you don't know about Rodney Perry, you better get on board. We better do something else, and it's going to be so fly, so crazy. And, of course, I can't go out without talking to my mom before I get out of here. Mama. Hey, what up? What you think of the show? I thought it was wonderful, very entertaining, very informative. What did you say, booty call? Yeah, wait, whoa, hold on now, Mom. You don't need to be listening I'm to I'm just trying that. to see what they're talking about. <laughs> Well, you know, a booty call is like if somebody call you late at night. Well, Bill Bellamy, my my partner in crime, over over at Who's Got Jokes made that made that phrase uh, famous. But the booty call is basically somebody call you late at night in an effort to get some booty. Well, I don't answer no late night calls, no way. Good. <laughs> I'm not answering no phone after twelve o'clock. Well, some people be again. That was some people be looking for that, looking for uh, a call, call to call. So, but I want to say uh, this, Rodney, you, to you. Any, any, any closing words before we get out, Mom? Mm-hmm. I want to say uh, I want everybody to know I love all my children so much. I'm especially proud of you for all that you do within and out of our family. I don't see one thing wrong with my baby. And anybody that's got a problem with Rodney Perry, they need to come by me first. I'm just <laughs> throwing out stuff. Just throwing no out booty call. No booty, no booty call, call, please. 
Yeah, you can't call over here. Hey, you guys. Hey, everybody, thank y'all for tuning in today. This is your boy Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. Go to my website, RodneyPerry.com, and uh, my my fan page on Twitter. It's uh, I mean on Facebook. It's Facebook.com forward slash Rodney B. Perry. That is my fan page. You asked about that earlier today. And uh, continue to stay tuned and watch. We're taking it to the next level. This is Rodney Perry, and I'm at Rodney Perry on Twitter. Y'all stay blessed. We'll talk to you later.